Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back. What up? <laughs> These are your homies, Demonic Phoenix, coming back at you to give you guys a new episode of AEW Dynamite from October 28th, 2020. And they were at Deadly's Place, as usual. Yep. As usual. Yep. The yep. home. The home of AEW. The home of AEW. We had a really great evening. I thought it was um, a lot of great matches this night. It was just as exciting as last week. Uh, and that should be expected. We're about a week away from Full Gear. Yeah. We are full one show next. away from Full Gear. We have one show on Wednesday, and then we have Full Gear on the 7th, which is Saturday, November 7th. Mark it on your calendar. It is going to be exciting. There's a lot of um, matches that are going to be coming up for it. A for lot now. was revealed to, on Wednesday night as well for yeah. what will be happening. I think uh, you caught notes on that? Um, Yeah, I have everything. We'll okay. go over that at the end. Okay, cool. So, to start off the night, we had Wardlow actually um, joined with MJF. Uh, and they were being interviewed with da- uh, by Dasha. Yeah, this was a nice little package. It was interesting. This, yeah, before the match with Wardlow versus Hangman, we had them open up the show and MJF. Oh, MJ, MJF. <laughs> He's like, a pompous. I like hating douchebag. him, right? <laughs> I like hating him because he is a very pompous. He's the new age like, Miz. He. I, I'll be honest. I think he's a little bit better than the Miz. He, he, there. He's a new face. They're, they're there. He's a new face for me. He's Give a new him another couple more years I've, and he'll be better than the Miz. I've never Maybe seen another him before. Year. I don't know. I think that um, it seems to me like Miz could have been his inspiration. Uh, one of them, most I likely. Could, I, could see, I could see it that way because uh, MJF is still fairly new to the game. But um, he is such a good... Oh, he's such a good trash talker. Like, he had Wardlow up against, like, the wall with, like, you know, if Wardlow wins, MJF wins. Yeah, basically saying if Wardlow wins the whole tournament, MJF wins the tournament. If Wardlow wins the title, that technically means that MJF is the champion because MJF kind of has Wardlow under contract. He kind of owns Wardlow. Yeah. And it's like, yo, Wardlow gave this, like, kind of a... Your property is my property. Yeah, he kind of gave this look. Like, oh, he's getting... You can like, see he's getting tired of it. who the fuck are you? He is definitely getting tired this of uh, MJF pushing him around This is house. Like <laughs> 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 well, for right now, MJF is financing his house. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tony Khan can do it, too. Yeah, but... Tony um, Khan could do it better, too. Well... I definitely see that happening where Wardlow is going to turn. This is going to be, this is leading up to his turn, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you told me earlier today that yeah, he's it, going for a face. Yeah, they're going to push him for a baby face from what I'm reading. If what I'm reading is correct. Um, I mean, he's a big guy face. Big yeah. Guy. Wow, no, like, I could see him being pushed as a face. Like, oh, man. Look, you know what? I'll tell you this much. I said this last week with Wardlow. I want if Wardlow you, to be the bad guy, but if, I think he would be a good person. If good you guy. put him with the right person in the ring, then you'll get an excellent match. Speaking most, of. Exactly. But the, most of the people that you will put him in the ring with are heels, like Jericho, like MJF, like Eddie Kingston. And they are the best people to tell a story in the ring. 
Yeah, so I wonder like, how he's going to start talking crap. They don't really have great faces that can tell a story in the ring. They have best friends. They could do it. They Let's have, see. Yeah, they have a few options. But, you know, what? make one more face. Why not? Plus, we have a bunch of people turning heel now. So, it's kind of like you got to even out the playing field. True. That's true. That's but, true. But, um, yeah, Warlow was able to put on a fantastic match. One of his best matches in AEW. Yeah, you um, think Against so? Hangman Page? Yeah, absolutely. His best match. Because, you know, everything has been kind of a squash match. It's, like, obvious he's going to win. But, you know what? This one, they were yeah. both toe-to-toe with each other. They were just, like, eye for eye, move for move. Uh, yeah. Every single time one person caught up with the other one, they had each other cornered. Yeah. It, and it's, like, yo, there was even a time where it's, like, Hangman did a tope suicina. Warlow caught him. <laughs> Went to throw him into the turnbuckle, but Hangman just tossed him into the turnbuckle. And it's like, all right, you think he's down? No, motherfucker runs at him and spears him through the barricade, goes into the ring. And it's <laughs> like, they just don't stop. Like, yeah. they did not stop. It was full octane, exactly what I wanted. And uh. I was completely shocked. I thought they were going to do, like, not a squash match, but I thought they were going to make Hangman shine more. They kind of let them both have equal time. Yeah, they both had a really good uh, chain wrestling. They had a lot of good... I didn't think that um, it would last as long as it did, like you say. It was only like a 10-minute match. That was it. Yeah, like I thought it'd be a much shorter match. Like Usually with this kind of thing, I thought like this is how they make Hangman shine. Like you said, you know. Uh, where he's gonna face Warlow, he's gonna lay out his, uh, you know, like the shooting star press or the that swanton bomb or the buckshot bomb, you know, the um, what is it, the buckshot, buckshot lariat. lariat. So I was like, I thought it would be not similar to Kenny, uh, with Sunny Kiss, but more like, um, Oh, I can't even like uh, pinpoint it. But I thought it'd be much shorter. I thought it'd be like a uh, like silly to make Wardlow seem. Uh, how can I say? I don't know. I'm lost for words. Like it's basically to make Hammond shine and Wardlow like be the like pushover. He was an underdog. But they, but he's an underdog, and now like, and I agree with you. Or like you earlier said that this is one of his best matches i completely agree with that he had a really good shine like he started i said you know he started off like a slow strong man and i was like if this is gonna be like another brock lesnar this is gonna be boring Mm -hmm. so i got really worried about that but um i was really glad to see how well they both did with each other they had really good chemistry with each other Uh, they were able to counter each other's finishers back and forth too so it's like that really is like a nice sign like that you can both go against each other. Like Wardlow reversing the buckshot lariat, hitting a yeah. stronger uh, clothesline lariat on Yo, him. Yo, did you see when he took off his his hair his ponytail? I was like, Ooh <laughs> shit is getting real. He took off his ponytail, say word. That's some hood shit. He ended up landing his F ten. You're in the Yeah. You know, he um what was it? Paige did a fallaway slam to Wardlow. Like, Yo, they from did, the top rope. They did so from, amazing. On the top rope. Yeah, they did so they amazing. Had great he, back and forth action on the top rope, just like the Lucha Brothers did last week. Like, yeah, oh, you know, man, like that, that was one of my like, favorite matches. So you far. don't expect that from Wardlow and Hangman. You expect that from the Lucha Brothers. Right. This was very unexpected. I'm really glad it turned out this way. Like, um, 
no matter how many times each person was about to attempt their move, the other one manages to either get away or send a counter. Mm-hmm. And the end, oh man, for ending, this was the best ending for a match. That I'm just, I'm like, I'm she's taking, baffled, guys. She can't yo, speak. I'm taken back because it was so amazing that I didn't expect it to land the way it did. I was like, oh man, they're making it really close that it looked like it could be Wardlow winning. Mm-hmm. And I see their. Um, I mean, yo, he got hit with the buckshot and he, he just buckled. He got hit with it twice. Though. His leg just. He just like buckled at the leg to like. Oh man, he sold it. He sold it really sold well. It completely he did. To me. He did a great job. Like, Warlow is another one that I'm hoping to love as much as Brian Cage. And you like, see, those big guys. Those Will are the Hobbs. two that I want to see go against each other. Put him oh against Brian God. Cage for the I mean, FTW title. Yo, Brian Cage has me feeling some type of way today, guys. Like, I saw his uh, Instagram Gushy. story, and I was like, wow, he's all wet. Oh, my God. Gushy. It was, like, the time, like, when we was in ninth, when I was in ninth grade, and I saw Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And, like... Yeah, but he seems like the sweetest guy. He always takes these pictures. He seems really awesome. And I like the kind of person he is. And I feel like I could... Um, I really am interested in Wardlow in the same way where... Just to know like what kind of person he is out of the ring. How he delivers himself in the ring. And how he, you know, interacts with other people. Like, seeing that him with Hangman Page on this night. Um, it was amazing. Like, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Like, it was so well done. And... We have Hangman being the new age Stone Cold with his beer celebration. Oh my at the God, end. whiskeys! Beers. I like I I like that whole little, um, you know, bringing kind of like a little that, celebration. At yeah, the end. that uh, what is a nostalgic kind of thing? The old you know, school he, kind of thing. He he holds it well to not overshadow uh, Steve Austin, mm-hmm. but it's like his own too. I mean, yo, you can't overshadow Austin. He had a full no, on beer bath. At the end of every yeah. match, yeah. at the beginning of every match, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you were rolling around in beer the whole time. He's like, how's this for a, uh, how's this for a <laughs> uh, little bit of bubbly? <laughs> <laughs> for me, yeah. bubbly. Um, but yeah, I gave it an 8.5. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing a lot more from uh, Wardlow as a singles competitor. I agree. Um, even I'm though excited. we are getting him in a tag team match next week, so like we'll talk about that later. Oh, that's but, gonna be um, interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. We'll we'll definitely get into that. And yeah, so Eddie, great match. Moxley ended up having a promo on Eddie Kingston. Yo, this promo was so funny. It reminded me of the opening for Tropic Thunder. Oh my god! <laughs> the priest is messed up because it's not supposed to come off like that. <laughs> but like with Robert Downey Jr. scene with Tobey Maguire, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god! With the, you mean the prayer <laughs> beads? Yes, the prayer beads. <laughs> and Kingston, I'm like, yo, this feels like you know. It also reminded me of like very '90s okay. movie. Like it feel, it felt kind of nostalgic for me. It felt like an old school promo. Yeah, like I actually I like en- this promo. enjoyed it a lot. Moxley. Yo, Moxie's been putting in the work. That's what he's basically saying, you know? Like, yeah. he put in the time. He put in all the defenses. We were talking about this off the air, like, a week ago. Moxley has actually been defending that title week... Not week in and week out, but at least once a month. 
Yo, to a different person he every does single it time. Exactly. And he does it more often than most people from other companies. Mm-hmm. Because they keep the same gimmick over there while here they give him the chance for this champion. It's to like shine they're clicking the refresh he, button. Yeah, it's to show like, yo, he's a champion that he could go through everybody. But that's even with the whole roster. That's not even just with the champions. That's with everyone. They're just keeping the ball rolling. Yeah. Not letting uh Rivalry yo, go for three months, right? Six matches. Cause what's what's the specialty in that? It doesn't make anything special. It's like, do you remember when Moxley def- defeated Kenny Omega? Which time was it in this match? That much? That much? That much? No, right. ju- you just need to remember Moxley defeated Omega or in this in this pay per view for an example. Or in this thing, yeah, just thing. as an example, you know, like. Yeah, but, oh, man, so, so uh, speaking of Moxley's, he's you know. He's been defending the title all year round. He's trying to make it prestigious. He's trying yeah. to build it up, make it the best title, number one title in the game. Someone salty. Salty, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Kingston yeah. is so salty. Yeah, yo, mate, I think it's Moxley who's salty, because you know what, yo, Kingston. Both of them All Kingston salty. had to do was, like, bitch, yo, I didn't get eliminated. I ain't get, I ain't tap out. And, yo, he gets mad title matches. How many singles matches has he been? been in that hasn't been for a title that's true like one or two eddie kingston is making himself and his name very well known by spewing this little tantrum that he has but i love this tantrum i, I love it i, I love think it 100 fantastic i think it's squirming out of the way he's, he's not he's even squir- ranked he's not even ranked number one is brian cage and I this motherfucker's not getting his title match i can't wait for him to be AEW champ. He's gonna be better than Moxley, I think. Like as a as backing up his word and his oh my god, I worked all the way to the top for this. I've been dedicated. I he, thought that they would have given him the TNT anything. title immediately. I but hoped for that. I, I really actually did. hoped for that, but I thought they would have done him instead of Brody Lee, honestly. Nah, I think but, nah, I think he deserves the AEW championship, especially with all this shit he's been talking. Like, all right, here you go, have it. <laughs> you know, like, let's see you defend it. And then all of a sudden, he loses it in one match. Oh. So, um, <laughs> the one thing that Mark said that interested me yeah. was that he's going to weaponize the title. Oh, yeah. So, like, is he going to bring, right. what is he going to bring we, out? Uh, we talked about this last time when he fought uh, Lance Archer. We thought it was going to be a bloodbath. Um, I, I'm I not. Be I think this might be more of a bloodbath. They both brutal. come from CZW. They both come from crazy places. They're used to bleeding, both of them. But I think now that this is going to be a pay per view, true, this not is true. an on screen thing. Because yo, how many? How often do you, are that, they going to bleed like crazy? You just had the door collar match the week before the Lance Archer match. Okay. It's like I don't. I didn't think it, it was going to be crazy, crazy. But you know what? Let there be blood now. <laughs> uh, interesting. So I think we're going to see a crazy old school CZW fight from them. Extreme rules, of course, because that's where they come from. Um, it is an I quit match. It is an I quit match. So you got to think of what they're going to do to make them say I quit. So what do you think he's going to use for a weapon? Oh, man. I, You know the barbed wire bath that Moxie's been carrying around for the past month he or so. He has a Lucille, too? He's got his own little Lucille. Uh, he came to Darby Allen's aid, I think, with it. Oh, my one gosh. Night. Um, he's got that. Uh, man, I don't know anymore. I'm just... Shocked! I want to see thumbtacks. 
<laughs> I want to see barbed wire wrapped chairs. I want to see barbed wire wrapped chairs. I want I want to see them light tables on fire. Oh my! What the? Fuck? I, like, want... I don't think they could do that on TV. Oh, they have, and they will. Oh my god! I, they won't. <laughs> I don't know if they will, but I'm excited to see some shit like this. Oh jeez! Um, look, it's the realm that they're from. You know. I so I, I try to put myself into the mindset. Think of what I would like to see. I'm hyping everyone up. It's I don't know what it's gonna be, but oh, it's my I'm hopes and my, my speculations. Open. Yeah, I'm open for everything. I'm keeping so, my um, mind open for it and seeing where it goes for sure. So uh, Kingston actually ended up being in the ring. Uh, yeah, he had a match against Matt Seidel, which I was excited for. I was actually like, "Ooh, Matt Seidel!" That Seidel. was another ha- actually really good match. We haven't seen him in a little bit, and this was interesting because I was like, "How are these two personalities?" Yeah, Seidel's been on mix? Dark actually recently. Sorry. Oh, okay. So yeah, and I actually caught a little bit of Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, the other night when you put it on. The best worst match out there. We'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about tangent. that on another time right now. Um, I want to come back to the scene that Kingston is pretty much like an old school style wrestler from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of old school chain wrestling and like a lot of different maneuvers that seem like old school. He's like, he does that strongman type of thing. Yeah. And Matt Seidel is like this high flyer. He reminds me so much of Jeff Hardy and... Who did I say that he looks Ziggler. like? And Ziggler. He reminds me so much of the New Age Ziggler and and uh, Jeff Hardy. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, that was our bottle. Dropping bottles. Dropping a wide bottle. But um, yeah, it was great to uh, even see Kingston still talking shit after Moxley. Like he he's always talking shit after Moxley. Yo, they, they always have put him on after Moxley. A great flow together. I love their. They have rivalry. great chemistry. Great rivalry. Um, oh, anybody that goes against Kingston needs to up their game. They mm-hmm. need to, like... I think Kingston is... Oh, man. Okay. Between MJF and Kingston and Jericho? Kingston. Yo, they wanted to hire Kingston at WWE for promo- promos classes. So And ruin his talent? Oh, well, you know what? That just goes to show you how well he is at that art of the game. Whack wrestling entertainment. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, um... Yeah, he's... How dare the champ not be here? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's How calling he? out Mox left he and right. He kicked the cameraman out the ring. Yo, he kicked him out completely. He's like, yo, we work hard and train our asses off to be in this ring. Get out of this ring. You don't deserve to be in this ring. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like... deserve to be in here. He goes, you're world champion here. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yo, he Hi, called Lance. the champ a coward. Oh, he did call him a coward. He called out Lance, too. Mm, yeah, Lance Archer is sitting in the ring. I'm mean, saying in the stands. He's like, I never got eliminated. Hi, Lance. <laughs> so uh, I kind of see where they're planting the seeds. We kind of got like Kingston Chuck- versus uh, Archer coming up soon, I guess. Don't you think he sounded like Chucky when he laughed? Oh, He's man. He's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> He's like, my buddy. <laughs> His brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, um. What did you just say? My buddy. The no. buddy doll. Oh, no. Before that. What, that, uh... Oh, he called Moxley a coward, yes. Oh, I said that, uh, I think they're planting the seeds for Kingston versus, uh, the Murderhawk. Oh, Lance Archer. Kingston versus Archer. That's yeah, what I missed you yo. say. I, I know Th- I heard no you say something. There's no other reason for him to be sitting in the... Kingston versus somebody. Okay, Rafters, yeah. you know, watching the match go down. Getting yeah, yeah. a little TV time. The Jason Voorhees of AEW. <laughs> the Murderhawk monster. 
yes speaking of which you just drew recently which is awesome you guys gotta go check out his work at demonic underscore lunacy um it's actually on lance archer's page right now on his twitter oh yeah that's he retweeted yeah he retweeted it he liked it on my instagram check it out guys um so yo he was like bring out the joker (laughs) i didn't realize uh matt sidell was considered the joker well he was the joker card in uh the casino battle royal ah oh that makes so sense. that's the joker that's cool i like that even more now mm. he kind of has a little bit of a joker personality he's a little wild like he i can't even describe his Kingston? style no matt seidel yeah matt seidel is just unorthodox he's very unorthodox i love his style though like he's like all over the place yes these are two interesting personalities that, that we had a lot standing corkscrew senton splash that he hit baby ziggler huh oh who? That standing corkscrew uh, senton that oh he did. Oh my god! Yeah, Matt Seidel delivered that. Oh my god! That the standing hurricanrana that he did when I Kingston was... was on the top rope as well. Like, yeah, he's yo, got people. agility, yo. He he's got air. That's what was interesting is because he's such a high flyer and Eddie's such an old school person. He's grounded. You know, like a lot of uh, Matt's advantages were to be able to do all these like high fly moves, like. Mm-hmm. He did, um, yo, you, did you remember where Matt's chest got really red? Yo, he looked like hamburger meat. It was oh, chopped meat, yo. Man. Legit was chopped meat. <laughs> hitting those tomas mad hard. Like, what is it, the kitchen sink? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. But um, I think they had really good chain wrestling as well. Like, they did really good with each other. It was interesting that yo, he they did this crucifix were able to do things. Pen? Like, the oh, way that yeah. he set it up, the crucifix itself, he did, like, a 619 into the setup and then, like, pinned him. Like, yeah, behind him. Yeah, that was him. weird. That was mad weird. And, like, speaking of a crazy move, like, and back in uh, the Wardlow and Hangman match, I forgot to mention about, like, when was it Hangman? He did a arm bar, an arm breaker over the rope. Oh, a cross arm breaker on the ropes. Yeah, yeah. he cro- he countered with that. I called it a hang arm bar because oh <laughs> he was hanging upside down i was like oh look the hangman oh yo it's hangman's bar hangman's bar because because the hangman is a tarot card and mm. he's hanging upside down mm. so i was like oh i just took that uh, like it was really interesting i just i'm very like into tarot that. you guys so um i just noticed that so i was like it's the hang arm bar and like it, it was really cool so it was great to see that in that match and then in this match with Kingston versus Matt, it was really cool to see um Matt landing the corkscrew senton bomb and then to see even um Kingston trying to keep up with this guy. Like he he ended up getting him. He got him down with the kitchen sink, right? And then you, he used Moxie's own bulldog chokehold. You said those words trying to keep up with him. What? Trying to keep up with him. Trying to keep up with him. You said those mean? words. He was trying to keep up with Seidel. You just said that two oh, seconds ago. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm over here thinking, yo, he's trying to keep up with a newbie in AEW, and he's going up against a champion. They're making him look like he's able to hold his own, but also not. It's like, is, it's that, a a smart, is I, that a smart move? I think that's a tease. Is that I a think, smart move on AEW? I think, no. I don't think it's um, 
anything with AEW. I think it's Kingston all the way. I think it's Kingston's idea to be able to play possum in a sense where it's like, oh no, I'm getting defeated by this guy. Oh no. Oh, woe is me. That How false can hope. I get that? I, I never quit though. I didn't that quit. That false hope. Going. So, oh man, I would really, I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding his hand, you guys. I'm like, I just want Kingston to win this champion. If we are to crown a new champion, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. If we are to crown a new champion. Almost a year, yeah. I think Kingston 100% deserves it. Just as much as Moxley deserved it last year, mm-hmm. I think he deserves it just as much i would really really hope for this new gear this full gear to give us a full new champion all right all right i see that's my hopes that's my so um he did win like you said he locked in the bulldog yes sorry Um, i can't so um that (laughs) is moxley's own submission i I think he he said that yeah his own submission against massive what do you think about him like being he's going crazy right now with moxley like he's holding Seidel in the oh, like uh, if he in was... the chokehold. He refused to let go after the he was like in a uh, fantasy. ring, and yeah. he was dazed out, staring into the camera. Yeah, it was saying, ta- "Say I quit, Mox. Say I quit." Thinking that Seidel is Mox, like yeah, twisted like, reality, oh, yo. Not Matt, it's Mox, right? Mox, yeah, it's the M. Like he's been haunted by Moxley's shadow. He's mm-hmm. under he, basically. Kingston is under Moxley's shadow right now, and he and he's using the whole like what happened back in the day to be the fuel for this rivalry, which is brilliant. And I think that they're, I'm I'm under the assumption that they're really really awesome friends backstage. Oh know? yeah, like they are definitely to have chemistry like this. You have to be because yo, I feel like if you didn't have that, you couldn't deliver it so well to each other. Like you could tell, Moxley and Lance Archer didn't really hang like that. No. I feel like Kingston and him definitely been like at it with each other. It's like yo, they when Moxley was granted his uh opportunity, it's you know people gotta think, you know, like, hey, do I pick my person who I've been with all this time or do I pick something that supports me and my family that help me grow and, and do this? And mm-hmm. it's it's a difficult decision nonetheless, but you know, um, I'm pretty sure that there was no hard feelings after a while. I'm pretty sure they were salty, but yo, they're bringing that salt back, and it's really, really good. Yo, that salt on that wound is—it's adobo nice. flavored, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So he's sending—he's sending um strong message towards Moxley. A very strong message to Moxley, doing this overkill to Matt Seidel, making him say, "I quit." Mm-hmm. Poor Matt. He's like, "I quit." He's like, "I'll go, I'll go." Let's talk about the other Matt. Let's talk about Matt Jackson. Holy crap, the Young Bucks promotion with Excalibur was funny as hell. They did like a Zoom room meeting. <laughs> what is this? I was like, what is this via like satellite? They're interviewing FTR and Tully. Yeah. At the same time, they're interviewing the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. So um, FTR really weren't needed. <laughs> no, they were. <laughs> it's like they were just there to be there. Like They're like, why are we here? Are you going to ask us anything? They were getting mad salty themselves. Uh-huh. Well, I was like, oh. <laughs> first off, we found out Matt's ankle is a sprain. Yeah, he got a little bit of an injury. Um, He's saying it's fine. It's too small of an injury for too big of a match. Man, do you think this is going to cost them? No. You think they're playing possum too? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I think they're playing possum. Um, yeah, it was funny to see FTR leave, though. I was like, good, leave. We don't want you. I don't want you. Like, I'm glad. Do you think his sprained ankle is karma for fucking with people? 
Oh, of course, for super kicking everybody in the face, yes. Mm. Now, um, they've said it. They said that there's this spark that they have, this edge that they're missing. This is what you haven't seen yet. Yes. And you're seeing more and more of it. You're seeing their heel growth. It with him. They're seeing you're seeing it with uh Kenny Omega as well. Oh yeah, we'll get into the Kenny Omega match. Like that was really good. Sparks and these engines roaring that but yo, you haven't seen yet like matt jackson was like very he was the most talkative he was the most defensive throughout the interview right he's but like he's he staggered on a lot of words did Nick you is notice like, that yeah but did you <laughs> yeah he's just laid back i mean if you think like that's what we do that's Matt. <laughs> yeah, that that was a hundred percent. I mean Nick. Sorry, that's Nick. 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 Um, yeah, Matt was all about like and and, and 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 we're gonna do everything we can because we because we because we deserve it. I was like, he's like Rick tonight. Like what like what happened? You know, like, <laughs> but does is that a play of like him possibly being nervous because of his ankle? I think he's excited because it is the match of the year. Yeah, it, true. It this is, is a, a match tag, that we that they've been building up for years on social media. This match has only come into fruition because everybody on social media has built it up. Oh. Built it up so long. When are we gonna get FTR versus Young Bucks? This yeah. is when FTR was in NXT. This is when FTR were oh. the revival and they were the best damn team in NXT. And then they got brought up and they were made a joke in WWE. But oh it, really? Yeah. It's like before that they were the best on the scene, like, and that they're the old school style. Young Bucks they came up and they made wrestling into their own style. So Aww. it's kind of a big build up for years now. Yeah, for me it's brand new to me to see the Young Bucks. I've just started watching them since AEW started, so it's really, it's re- it's been a really great year to see them go from being face to heel now. Like it took a year, but. I like where they're going with everything because every storyline they've been in has been consistently great anyway. Mm-hmm. The only time I think you've actually seen the Young Bucks be the Young Bucks was in the match against Hangman and Kenny Omega. Yeah. That is the only time they were well, actually Young Bucks in the ring. They were all once a whole four-man tag team. So yeah. it was great to see like them... Break down. Go between half with each other. And yo... This stipulation now that they've created... Oh, man. I don't know if this could even lead to them even splitting up further. Because Hangman and Paige split up. Will the Young Bucks split up? Will they turn so heel they'll split up and Nick ends up being face and Matt stays heel? Ah, interesting, interesting. I'm very interested because the stipulation, guys, is that if the Young Bucks lose the match, they will never go for the tag titles again. Now... My question is, this happened exactly one year ago with Cody versus uh-huh. Chris Jericho at full gear last year. Even was Co- um even the Cody against uh, Dustin? Oh, no. no. They didn't really split up. They stayed no. family. Um, last year, it was Cody versus uh, Chris Jericho. If Cody lost, he would never go for the AEW title again. Cody oh. lost. Everybody, right? Everybody a, was duped. Everybody thought, "Oh, there's no way Cody. Cody can actually." And he lost. lost. 
And he lost. And it's like... He lost. L-A-W-S-T. He lost. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I'm from Brooklyn. I, I'm, I'm Brooklyn born. So, and sorry. I'm over the here like... <laughs> can they do it again? Yeah. Are they going to do it again? I totally... Now, yo, I wouldn't mind because... It's awesome to see them turning heel, but yo, to get them to split up, they've been together for years, right? Mm-hmm. How would they? How would they be singles? Like I, everybody is breaking out on the singles matches. Right I don't now. think we're ready for a singles. I don't think right them. so soon. I think Not the first so soon. year maybe by in like, AEW was them being maybe a face faction. Being maybe in by the spring background. they'll get like their singles. I think their second year in AEW. Is going to be them on a tag run as the old school Young Bucks. I think their third year is going to be their rivalry. Oh, man. You I, think, get out of here. I think no. it's year-long burnout. No. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't man. think it's going to happen as quickly as you are expecting. Ugh. It's going to happen. I'm impatient, guys. I'm impatient. But hey, you know, but you know what? Soak in what you're going to be seeing. Something new for you. That's Put it that true. way. You know? Something new true. for all of AEW audience. Because like I said, we haven't really seen the Young Bucks be the Young Bucks since they fought Hangman and Omega. Yeah. Um, which, if you haven't watched that, go and watch that match. That was at Revolution this year. Amazing. Well, very, very good choreographed match. I missed the I missed a bit of it because we were busy that night. But from what I saw, it was really. Oh, I went back. I had to. Oh my god, it was like good choreography between the four. It's like crazy. Edge of your seat match. So um, now. There's also speculation from people online. Um, if they do lose, are they just going to create another title like Cody did? No. Because you know I... what? They have been talking about bringing a six-man tag title into the loop. Oh, they really? Are, they are about to have another show by the end of this year, apparently. Not a three-man? Um, a six-man title is three on three so it's three oh, te- oh that's yeah. what you meant okay. yeah okay so yeah like I, I well now saying that yeah i could i could see that happening now, where they call the triple the triple threat tag the triple threat title which would be the ttt title. <laughs> now um the triple t title spoilers ahead kenny omega won later on in the night what if he loses against hangman Whoa, and, you're like throwing a whole different curveball at me. Uh, right this now, is where but... I'm going with this right now. Like, yeah, what, like, what if they create a new team and they have to create a team so they can go for something new? Nah, yeah. I don't think it'll be with one of them, though. I think it might be. Nah, nah, nah. Who? Kenny? Yeah, with Kenny. Kenny's living in his glory as the cleaner. He's not going to go to a three man, a three way thing. He left first. What? He, no. Okay. Nah. Okay. Kenny is in the wind for this match against him and I'm Hangman. just saying, he asked him, are you with me? I'm pretty certain. Nah, nah. If they did, did he nah. not? Are you with me? When he stormed off backstage? What are you talking about? Remember when Kenny stormed off backstage after his match with Hangman? He went backstage, he brought the Young Bucks with him. He's like, I'm done with this, I'm done with this, it's time to clean up. Are you coming with me? And he got in the car. Oh, that was like a little while back, a few weeks ago. Okay, now that mm-hmm. you mentioned that, yes. Um, I think the balls are going to start turning where we might get that team together. I guess. And you know what? But Who, Kenny just went singles. So maybe they can all be a team together. Kenny can hold a world title. He can hold a tag team title. 
He can hold multiple things. Did what? he do that in AEW? In New Japan, you mean? In AEW, did in, he do this? No, not yet, but okay. you know what? Let's see it happen. I don't know, man. I say we see it happen. That's me personally. Between Kingston and and uh, Kenny? Mm-hmm. Because they're the next up, right? For the AEW championship? Um, well, Kingston is facing Mox right now at yeah. the next pay-per-view. And then the next one's going to be the winner of Hangman or and Kenny Omega. Yeah, it's going to be Omega versus Darby Allin. No, my bad. I, co- I totally confused. That's Cody versus Darby Allin. Yes, my bad. That's a TNT title. All right, let's get back on track. Yeah. You did this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went on a bad it's tangent, guys. Fault. I have wishful thinking. <laughs> it is This is what fault. happens to me. So I'm, I'm a fanboy. The next thing that happened was the Inner Circle Town Hall meeting. This is funny. <laughs> this is weird. I... Yeah, we had Tony Schiavone and Dasha like on the... Uh, the podium and they were they were doing a basically a debate mm-hmm. uh inner circle was one year old since october 9th mm-hmm. which is really great but did you notice the spliced fans was it spliced fans yeah okay i don't know if they're pulling <laughs> wwe i don't know if they're mocking wwe but yo they had they might be mocking wwe they cause... recorded this last week spoilers have been out for a week now about what happened throughout the whole thing yeah so, my question is, are they mocking the WWE? Are they... I hope they are. <laughs> because it's like, yo, the average AEW fan knows when it's live, when it's not. Someone from AEW, please let us know. Please confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were spliced in, definitely. The, the boos and the chants, like, even with Kingston, the boos were, like, so heavily souped into the match yeah definitely they with the way they started off it did sound like that so it looked like some matches were pre-recorded and some were actually like live no they were all pre-recorded they were all pre-recorded it was all pre-recorded okay it was all pre-recorded and i'm not sure if they taped the serena deep match that night yeah because like uh, earlier on in the evening while aw was going on or yeah. right after her match when she won the title? I don't know. I, I'm not in production. These yeah, things just like make my mind explode. I don't want to deal with production. Unfortunately, we're not backstage to be able to know. So this is just our assumptions and guesses. So coming back to the Inner Circle Town Hall meeting, I loved how they introduced Luchasaurus as a 65 million old... Dinosaur. A 65 million BC dinosaur. And I was like, oh, we haven't actually listened to Luchasaurus really talk too much. I wonder, and this motherfucker is eloquent as fuck. Oh, he's got a master's degree. Eloquent. A master's degree. I was like, whoa, he's 65 million years old. Like, he should definitely be uh, (laughs) top-notch eloquent. It's like, you know what it makes me laugh? Because it reminds me of We're Back, a dinosaur story. Uh... Where the scientists gave him the brain food. I forgot what they called it, but it was brain food and it made them all smart. So to me, it was like a little homage to that with Luchasaurus being extremely smart. Very, very cool. But uh, his question mm-hmm. was actually a very good question that he asked to MJF, which was, you know, what can you, what can you bring to make the inner circle more prosperous? Mm-hmm. 
what are you going to bring to the table? Yeah. And uh, MJF had this weird chart ready. Yo, oh my god, <laughs> ready to go. Stupid ass chart. It it didn't show I was anything. So it, it was mad. just it was just lines. He's like, what? It's math. <laughs> it's I forgot so he said that. It's. Oh, I I wrote that one down. Like what? It's math. He's such a good troll. Like he's a good troll with everything. Um. And then we had Britt Baker with Reba. Yo, Reba was my favorite. She was fangirling. She was flirting hardcore she, with Jericho. She likes Jericho's teeth. She, yo, <laughs> and then his veneers were white and shiny and so amazing. But yeah, she was like, you know, uh, Britt Baker was asking, you know, MJF has a really bad history. So, you know, what do you... What do you think that he's going to do? Do you think he'll betray you? Do you think he'll turn on you? Yeah, because he has a bad track record with friends. Yeah, so... He's turned on Cody. Mm-hmm. And Jericho had the best response. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not a dipshit like Cody. <laughs> if MGF turns on us, we'll, we'll just knock his teeth down his throat. Yeah. And, yo, so far after just those two interactions between Jericho and MJF, MJF seemed a little more pleasant. But Jericho seemed a little on the edge. Oh, he was getting agitated. Yeah, definitely. MJF very was agitated. keeping his cool. He was definitely pushing the button. Mm-hmm. When he wasn't supposed to be pushing the button, he keeps flushing the toilet. <laughs> and Jericho is like... Jericho go down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's how showing MJF my age, is. Showing my age. That's how MJF is right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And <laughs> he's younger than us. My gosh. Oh, yeah. He's only 24. But, yes. Yeah, or so some shit like that. Maybe 26. My, the next person coming in, which I was surprised to see, but I was glad to see from AEW Dark, mm-hmm. our biggest loser of AEW, uh, Mr. Peter Avalon. <laughs> yo, he, he said, was the funniest part of this. He's just like, I just have a quick question for the inner circle. Can I join the inner circle? <laughs> well, well, you know what? Put it this way. He lost to Brandon Cutler. He yes, is Brian, the worst Cutler, wrestler ever. Brandon Cutler got to win. And Leva Bates left him, too. Oh, that's right. She Leva, betrayed him. She hit him with the book, I believe. She betrayed Peter. And she Peter. closed the chapter in their friendship. Yeah, and he became... Peter became the biggest loser of AEW um, Dark. So, um, <laughs> I think we're going to see him trying to join a group soon. Yo, like I, was hoping, I was hoping that they would totally let him in because he is the biggest loser. And then it's just like a snuff to... Uh, MJF, because MJF has been working so hard and been working for weeks. He's been giving Jericho everything. I don't know what more you want. Yo. So it's like, yo, Peter Avalon didn't do shit. He just asked and he's joined. I just got one thing to say. <laughs> Peter Avalon joining things. Join Dark Order. I could see him going into Dark Order. He could be the number 11 or mm-hmm. something. Oh, no, wait. Yo, Anna J is number 99, already? so he'd be like 100 or something like that. Oh. Well, I wonder who number 100 would be. Interesting. He huh. got a 100% yeah, losing streak. So. 100. Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, um, no, because he has one draw, right? Yeah, he's got one he, draw. He has a draw. So, um, it was funny that Inner Circle ended up laughing at him mm-hmm. and said, no way in hell, no chance, no chance. That's what she got. I was like, oh, <laughs> is he making fun of uh, Vince with that? I just hope he I is. Think, I think that <laughs> was. No chance. I just wanted him to say, that's what you got. No chance. I just wanted that one little, that's what you got. So, uh, up next, we had Eric Bischoff come out. Yeah, I and didn't recognize who it was until you actually mentioned his yo, name. Everybody looked like 
they were about to shit themselves in the yeah, ring. Yeah, everybody like almost fanboy. They were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's Eric Bischoff." And uh, he uh, looked all official and everything. He was like, "I got a three-point question, so it's basically three questions in a row yeah, to ask." Three query um, questions. And he was like all official. He put his papers away. He stood there and he orated. He orated very well. Yeah, and I'm like, he's done this before. I mean, you know, put it this way, he ran WCW. Like, he can do this. Okay. You know? So, um, the first question is, what can the Inner Circle do for you? Actually, no. What was the, that the first question? Well, yeah, that is, because... No, what can MJF do for the Inner Circle? Well, he What's quoted... his first one? Yeah, he quoted, um, he quoted JFK, mm-hmm. and he, like, did a whole description about it, and he, like, you know, it's... Uh, ask yourself what you can not only what you could do for your country but what you can do for no my bad I totally botched that quote I'm so sorry guys <laughs> I'm so sorry ask not what your country can do for you but what you can do for your country mm-hmm. right so he had that come in where you know what would you be able to do for the inner circle his he had a one-worded answer. <laughs> yeah, he's such a oh my god, friendship such a snob, friendship. I like to, I like heard fucking Mortal Kombat in my head when I heard <laughs> him say that. I was like, really? He pulled out friendship. It's like when you have that awesome, crazy, uh, juggling kill against your opponent, and you're juggling them in the air, and then you do friendship to not do the fatality. Like, come on now. It's a slap in the face. <laughs> It's a slap in the face. He's such a snob. It's funny. It's really funny. He's a good snob. And then, you know, in turn, he asked him, okay, what do you think Inner Circle can do for you? Mm-hmm. Which, this was actually a smart answer. He had, he said he has one dent in his armor and that he's not really a team player, but he wants to show that he can become one. Ah, and yeah, yeah. With the Inner Circle, <clears throat> they can help him boost that up. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, his third question, he's like, he called the, <laughs> he called them both prima donna. He called MJF a prima donna earlier, and he ended up asking Jericho, you know, you're jo- you're a prima donna just like MJF, and what's the guarantee they, you guys don't end up like killing each other off? And that ticked, that was like the Yo, melting he threw point. A, he threw a Mol- bitch fit. He that was a melting point for Jericho, and he like lost it. That was so funny. He's like, he threw out his chancla and he's like, listen, (laughs) you da 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 da. And he started trolling, and we had uh, Tony actually tell him to shut up. (laughs) Like, that was. Yeah, that was was a dig at Trump. Oh my God. That was a dig at Trump from the debates. It was hysterical. I didn't watch the Not debates. Not getting into politics, but... No, I didn't watch the debates. Come on, it, everyone knows what they were doing with we that. We know from social media that he was we very disruptive, and and uh, Jericho did the same thing. He was being, like, very disruptive. It wasn't his turn to talk, and Tony took his power and said, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> so, so it was uh, great to see that, and... Um, MJF kind of uh, refused to answer the question. Yo, but he, like, well, MJF ended up, like, throwing uh, a lot of shit into Chris Jericho's face, though. He's like, listen, you, I did everything for you, so I don't know why I have to answer all these questions or do any of this stuff. I gave you presents. Did a debonair. 
I had a I gave you one of the best best performance promos ratings. Dike. I'm like, oh my god, this the dude. Best rated <laughs> segment on live the pro wrestling. Best rated segment. I oh cannot, yo. I mean, as much as I did enjoy and love every bit of it. It's still a mockery and still so silly, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like MJF is putting all this shit and saying all this shit. And we had Ortiz and Guevara actually telling him to shut his mouth and shut him up. And yeah, they don't yep. want him in the inner circle. They don't want them at all. You know, Santana's like, oh, he's in. They did the little middle. <laughs> what makes you think that Borla's allowed in the inner circle? What? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Them meaning Ortiz and okay. Guevara. Okay. Like, uh, they are like, you know, they don't want him in at all. Okay. Sorry if I said them, guys, like if I did. But um, they called out Santana saying, he's like in the middle ground. He's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, wait, what? And, you know, but they'll do anything to make sure that they don't join the inner circle. So this caused a future rivalry for full gear which i did not see coming this is gonna be really interesting oh no this isn't gonna be for full gear no nah, this is next week this is for dynamite this is for the go home show yeah this is gonna be a great little build-up mm-hmm. because it's gonna be mjf versus jericho at full gear yeah so um jericho says that if mjf wants to join inner circle mm-hmm. the only box that he has to check since he has checked all the boxes, yep. is to beat Jericho. Yep, that's what he got to do. He's like, you didn't beat me yet. So that caused their oh, man. future match for Full Gear. But I'm really interested all to see. All these stipulations and yeah. all these. It's I'm exciting interested to time see, to be a wrestling uh, fan. Ortiz and Guevara versus Wardlow and MJF. MJF. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Now that we've seen what Wardlow could do. My thing is... I'm interested to see him against um, how he does with Ortiz. Because mm-hmm. Ortiz showed a lot of tenacity in that uh, backyard match with best friends. Yeah. You know? For me, I want to see how Ortiz and Sammy Guevara actually handle each other as a team together. Because we always see Ortiz and Santana. That's true. You've never seen Ortiz or, and Sammy Guevara as a team. And we've seen Hagar with Jericho. Mm-hmm. So. And Sammy with Jericho, we've seen. Right. Oh, that's interesting. So, I didn't uh, get it's that It's nice to there. see that they're actually inter- interlinking everybody into the team, working together. Yeah, I, I like that. that. I love that, 100%. Like, I love it so much. Um, it's interesting and... I'm looking forward to it. I, I I agree with you. Where to see how they work well together? So, um, real fast, real quick. Team Taz. Oh my God! Like the quickest promo ever, right? The quickest promo. <laughs> you know, let's make it the quickest segment out there. He basically wants to know: Is Will Hobbs with or without Team Taz? Yeah. And they want so, an answer. What do you think? So, uh, since you had. AEW Dark on that night, I got to hear a little bit of Taz and Excalibur's banter back and forth, and they are simply oh hysterical. God. They are so funny. Oh I could listen man. to them probably podcast. Like I could listen to a podcast of them all the time because I was busy that night. They are the odd couple. They are very funny. <laughs> I don't know odd couple, but they're very funny together. They they sound like a married couple to mm-hmm. me. But they did really great, and they did call out the um, Taz did call out Hobbs that night too. So they brought it back full uh, circle at Dynamite and asked him, you know, like even Brian Cage had like two words, like three words, you in or out. Mm-hmm. 
you know so give us an answer and it was really interesting so i don't think that will hobbs is gonna join at all no i don't think so i think he's just still an undercard and he's uh he has a lot of growing to do hopefully we get that answer next week i don't think he's going to i think this actually might set up uh hobbs versus uh brian cage at full gear Oh, interesting. Yeah, for the you know, FTW title, right? Uh, four or not four. I don't care. I want to see the two men go at it again. Because, uh, you know, they put on a good match to begin with. And I I think we should yeah, probably they, see that again. Oh, my God. Both strong and agile men. Like, I did not think they were so agile. That Both of them. Mm-hmm. So, it was great to see that. So, they had a rivalry already, though. You think they're going to bring another rivalry back? Um, what about maybe. him? What about him versus Starks? I mean, yo, maybe they... Because Starks and Darby are kind of dying out a little already. Yeah, I mean, with Darby going after the TNT title, you know, like, someone's got to come out and help Will Hobbs. Is Darby going to come out and help Will Hobbs? I don't think so. No. Maybe, maybe... Well, he did. Yes, he did. He I know, but you know what? On the night Cage. of the pay-per-view? I don't think so. Well, I'm not sure. Oh. I, I think that maybe... They're dying out. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> I kind of just want to see it to be a one-on-one. I'd rather see... Uh, i kind of rather see Ricky Starks ruin the TNT title match for Cody. So uh-huh. he'll be focused on that, where Brian Cage is more focused on Will Hobbs. Like, they don't both have to focus on the same oh. person. Okay, spread so out like the spread hatred. Their, spread their storyline <laughs> a little bit. Spread the hate. Oh my god! Like the hate in the crate. Oh my god! That's not even going. <laughs> I there. love the person who did the hate in the crate meme. All right. So up next we had the TNT title in a lumberjack match. Yes. Speaking of the TNT title. Now. So, yeah, this was actually a rematch and a lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. Was is this your first lumberjack match that you've seen? No, I have seen a lumberjack before in WWE. I just completely actually forgot about it. Hey, they don't overutilize it. Yeah, but it was really fun to see. I like was really interested in to see who was going to be involved. And we actually had appearances from Team Gun. We had Will Hobbs there, the Nightmare Family, the Dark Order, TH2, Jungle Express, and uh, a lot of other people. There was some the random best friends. people. Yeah, we had best friends. We had. Um, <laughs> John, I love how John Silver started freaking out when Cassidy came out and threw his jacket at him. Oh that man, was so John funny. Silver is the best. He th- <laughs> best troll ever. I yo, he looks like a troll, and he's just so funny. He's really great, and uh, it's uh, like I'm interested to see them possibly in a future feud together. Oh. Since you showed me that picture earlier of them hugging it out in in the middle of the ring. Oh, we'll be getting that, guaranteed. Okay, so to start the match, we've had both opponents actually throwing out their immediate finishers. Yeah, this is nice back and forth. Uh, Cassidy went for the orange punch. It was reversed right into the crossroads, which was reversed straight into a mousetrap pin. Ah. And it's like, yo, it was quick. It was not like the first match. It was like the first match, Cassidy just wanted to sit there. He wanted to do his sloth style. He did his sloth style, and in this one, he did the reverse. He mm-hmm. went into like 
<clears throat> this super fast like he's usually at a turtle's pace but he went into tortoise mode dude like he went mm-hmm. at like fast and he delivered all his fast moves he definitely looked like he threw Cody off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely... Um, it's a psychological game at this point. Right. It's like, all right, I know what he's expecting of me to do. Let me do this instead. Yes, and they both have very mixed-up styles, so it was great to see their chemistry together. I really enjoyed them together as much as I have enjoyed Cassidy with most people. Yeah. Like, he has done great with any person, undercard or not. He has done really good against like the greats, and Yo, he's to see him against face. Cody, I was like, ooh, you know. And Cody, you know, started he kept getting a little cocky. He was doing push-ups during the thing when Arm got so mad. He's like, get serious, you know. So, um, <clears throat> we had Cody showing off a lot. We had him like, nah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna handle this. I'm gonna hold this down. And Cassidy is like, keep. Cassidy completely kept up with him. Mm-hmm. Totally kept up with him because it's like, oh, you think that he's like lazy or whatever. If you just saw him start like last week, this showed what he is capable of doing. Now, he even hit that uh, vertical suplex just like Cody. The vertical suplex? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I also really, really enjoyed his lazy tope suicide. <laughs> Yo, he did this lazy... Under the ropes? Yeah, through the ropes. He's like... The bottom ropes? (laughs) As soon as you over the ropes, it went under the ropes this time. He went through the ropes, and best friends actually caught him, and they hugged it out when they did the hug zoom out, which I love. Yo, you know, is that wall of death? Oh, they did have, like, a little wall of death happen. Like, um... When was that? That was when Cody got thrown in, right? Yep. Dark Order? Excuse me, guys. Yeah, tickle my throat. Drink some water. (laughs) Have some water. Water. There you are. (laughs) Well, yes. So, with uh, after Cassidy did that and um, the wall of death got to Cody, we actually had a little moment where Orange Cassidy had a little bit of a fall, where and the best friends catch him. Oh, the trust fall. Like they (laughs) did trust fall. They did trust falls. They brought him back up with like this awesome uh dracula type of <laughs> you thought dracula i thought jesus <laughs> oh, same character they're both dead he went to oh no that's not to be, put shame on anybody no so, no you know, no but he did come up and he did do like a whole uh back from the dead like undertaker almost ah uh, you or, went there Alistair Black. Ah, <laughs> uh, you went there. <laughs> yes, I did. So, you know, and then we actually had Cody getting thrown in. And best friends catch Cody, but they ended up dropping him. Yo, they dropped his ass. They were just, he's like, oh, thanks, you guys. And nope. They just shook their heads and Blah. dropped him down on the floor. Yo, that was a hard drop, too. That was funny, though. Yeah, they let him, like, straight drop. I didn't expect that. But, uh, yo, Trent with that soccer punch. Oh, man, he delivered a crazy sucker punch to Cody while the ref was being distracted by Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But um, these guys were delivering a lot of great shit. Like, like you had uh, Cassidy doing a fly crossbody. He did a swinging DDT. He, Cody ended up countering it with a figure four. Mm-hmm. And they all they both fall into the dark order. It wasn't even just dark order. It was everybody all at once. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of crazy. And, yeah, um, he got that uh, figure four on him. He actually 
kick Cody out of the ring into that dark order. <laughs> okay. It's like, yo, he sent them to the lion's den. Yeah, he did. Yo, they sent him right back in. And, yo, that crook, that swinging DDT is beautiful. That tilt-the-roll swinging DDT. Oh, yo, Armand. Oh, my God. Like, when he does that, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. It almost looks like he messes it up. But I feel like he's trying to do it in a slot style. But he can't. You can't really perform that in a slot style. Speaking of slot style, yo, he trolls when he goes to the top rope. I love, he does, oh like, that God. rolling motion. I love And then his he just, slot. like, it looks I, like a dead body just, fl- like, yo, falling. Yo. Darby it's Allen like, has the blah. coffin drop, but Cassidy has like dead body drop. <laughs> that, I love. I'm calling call it the sloth style splash. The sloth, oh, sloth I call splash. It, I call it the sloth splash as well. And it was really fun because I love that he like builds it up. He makes his hands twirl and then he falls down. So you guys have to see it if you haven't seen it. It's so it's, funny. It's comical. It's very great. He only he could do it. I mm-hmm. feel like only he could get away with it. But did he have his uh, glasses on the whole time or no? No, 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 he didn't. I don't I don't know because he started going fast and okay. he was just keeping up with Cody. But uh he t- he does have lazy looking eyes when he does his slot style moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so So uh, Cody started gaining a well, lot Cody of can yeah, Cody countered his um slot splash with his knees. Yeah. He had knees up, you know. Yep. But in the during the picture in picture, this is when we got into picture in picture like Cody was tossing Orange Cassidy around like a sack yeah. of potatoes. I was like, oh, man, that's that's crazy. This is when we had them both falling into the match. Like I said, they both fell into the match or into the outside the ring earlier. It was actually yeah, during this They uh, went to the top rope and did a superplex. Yeah, uh, Cody each other. hit the superplex on Orange Cassidy. Um, well, they were countering everybody. each other, and we were seeing who was going to land it. it everybody, cool. f- like, fell, like, it was oh, like, that was uh, great. That was so great. Everybody, it was like, a, catch me! <laughs> um, but, it was really fun to see them um, both perform that because it was really... They both delivered really good pins, submissions, mm-hmm. and pins, and it's like, oh, man, nah, that's not going to be it. During a commercial break, close. there was actually a moment that shocked me. Which one? Um, Even though Orange Cassidy tossed... Cody to Dark Order mm-hmm. outside the ring. Yeah. He went to the outside to fight the Dark Order to save <laughs> oh, Cody that's, that's so great. that it was an equal fight. He's like, no, no, no. I'm getting my Cody back. You give me Cody back. Nah, it's going to be even. This is an <laughs> even fight. He's like, get out of here. I want to. I got, I got this. Like, get out of here. So he saved Cody. Yeah. That um, was actually fun. That I actually forgot about that. But... It was uh, really awesome to see him, like, doing that just so that he could do his whole, like, little, like, kind of his own pompous little thing. Like, and like, no, 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 no. He's all mine. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. He wants to take the glory. Yeah. Like, he's like, this is my match, not yours. You can't say that I won because you guys helped. Yeah. Um, so, Cody ends up getting in the ring, hits a springboard stunner, which that thing is always beautiful to me. Oh, like yeah. Like that springboard cutter. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I was like, no, this was the moment where I was like, this is where Cassidy's going to get down, man. But yeah. no, Cassidy came with the comeback right away. Like, he came out of that stunner like it was nothing. Yeah, yo, and I was shocked. I actually really was. I thought at this point, Cassidy might be down. He might be, like, a little out. Um, He actually fooled everyone. He did the orange uh, slaps the orange chops. Oh yeah! <laughs> and Cody was like, "All right, oh he's God. going back into slot style." He hit the ropes, 
and nope, he gets hit with a fucking giant super kick right in the face, Cody. Yeah. Knocked his ass right down. Yep. Reality check immediately. Yep. Um, but he did three moves after the other, right? Uh-huh. Like, uh, Orange came hat with the comeback, mm-hmm. and he does everything. Oh, he did that float over stunner. Yes. Then he did the diving DDT from the top rope. Yes. And, and then, then he did he the went beach to break. The beach break, but Cody came out with the two count. I was like, ah. But, now, uh, this is what pisses me off. I love him. What? It pissed you off? You're surprised? Like, you're surprised? Yeah, John Silver interrupting him. I'm not surprised. The, match. the troll of the century I, has come into the match. I love to it. Truly troll. And I hated it. He um, trolled the troll. He trolled John Cassidy. Silver interrupted in the match. Hit a pump kick on. Uh, Cassidy, mm-hmm. but Cody saved Orange now, so the tides have turned. Mm-hmm. He got his receipt. He helped them out, and now I mean, Cody yeah, just you know, sees he got him there. Punched by Trent earlier. Yeah. So now you had uh, Silver doing a pump kick to Cassidy to kind of almost I even the odds. I didn't connect those two. Oh, I, I just connected those it actually. That you at all. See, that um, you said that. So, uh, yo. Your opponent gets hit with a pump kick. He's just lying there. Ref is trying to get John Silva out of the ring. Yeah. What are you going to do? Crossroads. Crossroads. You get caught up in the crossroads. Oh, man. <laughs> it ain't crossfire. It's you crossroads. Are I'm showing my age now. <laughs> throwing me back right now. Wow. <laughs> yo, yo, uh, Cody If you could only if, see my face. If you... <laughs> If you listen to our podcast by any chance, oh man, make a commercial because yo, they had a great promo. Oh man, I gotta make up a shirt for myself now. They like, had I a gotta, great promo. I gotta make a design. Get up in the crossroads. Oh, get, man. You'll get caught in the crossroads. I need a pen. <laughs> I'll remind you later. Okay. <laughs> it's it's in the show. I'm gonna hear it again. Yes. Well, for you know, I I knew Cody was gonna definitely win. I really hoped that it would have been. Cassidy, but I, I, I felt like this wasn't the match that Cassidy would have won with. But I'm glad that they put it into from a draw to a um, a loss. Yeah. You know, I'm really, I'm really glad that that came out the way it did. And I gave that match like an 8.5 to a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 9 because it was very entertaining. Yeah, like I really love that it was different. It was a stipulation where it was like... Oh, well, you're going to bring your people out. I'm going to bring my people out. We're going to bring our people and our people. It was straight up, like, crazy. It wasn't going to be as much... It wasn't as much mayhem as I thought it was going to be. Okay. But I was really glad with everything the way it turned out. It was just a great choreography, again, delivered by Cassidy and Cody. I just have one question for you. What? Where's Brody Lee? Oh, where is Brody Lee? Ever since he lost, he's been missing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? He's at exalted gear. himself now. Oh my god! <laughs> he, he's he exhausted. The, he's he's the exhausted, exa- exalted the, one. The exalted one is exhausted, guys. You've heard it here. It's not pun day Monday, but <laughs> it's a pun day any day. So very entertaining match. Um, yes. I think the first match was my favorite match, though, between them two. Oh, the draw match. I <laughs> mm. love the draw match. I agree with you. I liked it a lot more than this one. Yep. Although I give them both almost a tie. It's yeah. A, it's a 49-51 for me. Okay. 49-51. Okay. Like, 51 being their first match together, the draw match. Okay. That was real. That, that gave it that. The draw and how well they executed it 
was a great like that one percent yeah. that helped draw it over. I was definitely more on the edge of my seat with that one. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, Yo, Cassidy's gonna win, man. Cassidy's gonna win it. They gotta give it to Cassidy. Who deserves it better than Cassidy? He's been showing a full year of great. Like, oh, it was nail biting for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely nail biting. I loved every second of it. So, uh, real fast, they had a promo. Did you notice the full year commercial? I Did was you? listening to it and watching it, but you were writing the notes down. So I was just taking it in. I was like, whoa, no way. Whoa, no way. Whoa, no way. No way, no way, no way. And it was just one after the other of what we're going to get coming up for Full Gear and for next week. It was so awesome. So uh, the commercial for Full Gear, their commentary, their voiceover was actually kind of interesting. They were like, yo, we've had face after face of shockers. Oh, you talk. My bad. You talking about that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, know? yes, yes. Like they and have this like short voice promo. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, I know. So my I, bad. I confused I'm that one. Kind of like, yo, are we gonna get someone new? Are we gonna get someone returning who hasn't been in AW in a while? Is someone else gonna make? Oh, like who could be returning? That Pac. Pac oh. could return. The bastard has to come back. I yo. did mention his name like a few weeks ago. Because who was it that reminds me of him? Ooh. Oh, John Silver. <laughs> yes. It's the ears. John the Silver. Ears. John Silver's a baby Puck. Oh, my God. He's baby Puck. You know, but um, Puck is a great person on his own. I would like to see him come back for sure, if not a new face. Like, do you have any... I mean, put it this way. Before COVID happened, it was Death Triangle, which was him with the Lucha Brothers. Oh, really? So, maybe he will join the family. Maybe not. But, um... Maybe they'll just send him on his own singles path. That's interesting. Okay. But I'm glad to see, like, uh, anybody that's going to be new. I'm excited to see who would be featured because in the commercial they did have a little teaser of, like, you know, we've had face after face after face of shockers. Like, who will make the next big appearance? And they were all eight former WWE people, if you haven't noticed. Oh, I have been noticing, and I've noticed that it's always the fun ones that are coming over to AEW, because AEW is a lot of fun. It's like, these guys actually love their job. They don't enjoy it. They Mm -hmm. love their job. They're not doing a job. They're having fun every fucking time they're doing their thing. Like, they don't, to me, they make it seem like they're not at work. They're nah, there legit they're, they, to do this whole it. thing. They love they it enjoy 100%. It. Well, I think it's more than enjoy. You know, I think people in WWE enjoy it because, you know, they're collecting and sitting on a nice figure. Mm-hmm. But these guys, it don't matter the figure. Like, it looks like. It looks like they legit have fun no matter it who it is. It ain't just the paycheck. It, exactly. It's not about the paycheck. It's about the love of the the love of the game and that's what got me interested in AEW versus other divisions and I have caught a few other divisions along the way but for now AEW is one of my favorite divisions ever it has definitely brought the nostalgia back for me to enjoy wrestling because like I said before I didn't enjoy it for a long time and it's really great to see this kind of development after I've seen what you know WWE has lacked in the creativity prospect of you know um any kind of matches even our next matches that uh, we had promoted you know it's it's like come on seriously like like how could you keep extending one story for so long and not keep it moving and i love that aw keeps it moving keep it's, it keeps wrong. it interesting you keep getting intrigued you get setups you get easter eggs you get teasers and they don't fuck up on the teasers they they don't give you that they deliver 
they give the climax to me. That to me they climax. They don't freaking do the ruined orgasm thing. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's, it's just so horrible. Like I, uh, WWE just like seems like a ruined orgasm to me, and that's how they treated their people. So for me to see AEW treating their people like they're they all fucking matter. Like all of them are completely a hundred percent in the game, no matter what car- ranking you're in. You could be as low as Peter Avalon. And you can be as high as Jericho, all right? Like, it don't matter. You still a face in this company that everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know who Peter Avalon is, guys, like, come on, dude. Like, he, like Start watching Dark. I, I, I don't watch Dark, and I know who Peter Avalon is. Like, I've watched him. Watch BTE. I watched him last week. I've heard him from you, and it's like... No, I didn't watch him last week. I'm sorry. I watched him last year when he came out in... Uh, on dynamite before but yeah like i it's great to see this company the way it is so speaking of like people returning from other companies coming in we have miro the best man the best man and kid doing this like fake ass apology to best friends Mm -hmm. i was like ugh they really gonna play this kind of card that's funny he was like alan was a wedding present to kip so it was sentimental to me oh my god <laughs> that's right that's right i do it i did enjoy how penelope was dressed as orange cassidy though yo people love that that was really she funny hot. she did she, she, goes, she pulled it off very very well i was like oh penelope you look good with cassidy though hmm. mm. but uh so they took back their apology they did that a they just treat. gave to them. Yeah. Oh, it was a trick or treat. I got yeah, it. I got Penelope it. Penelope said, you guys, trick or treat. And she gave them. And that's uh, when they jumped the best friends and they started beating them up. So uh, they ended up having a new game board after they, uh, w- oh, what do you call Alan? that? Yeah, they fixed Alan. They're able to fix Alan now, apparently. <laughs> Alan. They got a new Alan. Alan. So uh, that was a quick little thing uh they announced yeah, that we're gonna get uh trent versus miro next week that's right yep since uh we're gonna have miro getting pushed we're gonna see him now against one of the best friends and i think trent is a good matchup for him trent's my favorite best friend i don't know chucky's been chucky's been shining chucky's been shining a little bit for me i like trent a lot more before but chucky has been starting to get this like aggressive nature yeah that is like oh Oh, you're like that? Okay. All right. I mean, you know, the way he, the way they both were in the backyard match against Santana and Ortiz was great. Uh, I'm going to, th- that's a match I'm always going to remember because they did so great, both teams. And it's like, wow. Yeah. That leaves a shock factor. So I'm excited to see how they're going to do singles. Mm-hmm. You know, singularly. So, um, Serena Deeb, yo. Yo, right. this girl I thought was like this underdog has made herself known. She is an underdog for one. Um, so she on Tuesday night went to TNA. No, sorry, not TNA. TNA <laughs> is Impact, which is on Tuesday nights. But she went to NWA, challenged Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's Championship. And, yo, this woman came out on top. Yup, she won the NAW championship. We have an AEW contracted woman who is a champion in another league. That is a big thing for AEW. Yeah, they Um, don't discriminate on you being exclusive to their company. They give freedom for you to 
be able to cross promote yourself and i love that about the company as well like it's i don't like i don't know anything about these other divisions but to see them allowing that to happen is really this is going to allow you to learn these other divisions this is going to bring spotlight to the fans of wrestling that don't have the time to watch other promotions Right. So you can actually see those people. They're not exclusive to a company like some companies are. Oh, man. So Th- it was great because we've been seeing Serena making her little spotlights here and there. And she is officially signed to AEW. So it was awesome to be able to see her getting a shine now. And she's, you know, we had Thunder Rosa coming in to defend the title when she won it. Mm-hmm. So now we have Serena D defending and being officially signed with AEW. Yep. And we had her versus the legit Layla Hirsch. <laughs> All right. So I thought this was going to be like a squash match. I, I thought this so was going to be quick. I thought it was going to be pointless. Yeah. No, Hirsch shocked me. Hirsch reminded me a little bit of a real Rowdy Ronda. Okay. Like she, like if Ronda Rousey was this tiny. Because she's so cute. She's so little. <laughs> Linda Hirsch is very small. Uh, Linda, sorry. Layla Hirsch is so small. She's very small stature. She's like up to the top rope, bro. Yeah, she was and a short woman. She was impressive, though. She was vicious. She she kept up with Serena. Um, Serena had to keep up with her. Oh, yeah, actually, you're right. The way you're I right. saw it no, You're right, you're right. Um, because Hirsch was delivering a lot of, like... Submission moves. A lot of submission. Um, she reminded me of a little bit of Daniel Bryan. They me- did mention that she was an amateur wrestling, so she has like Greco-Roman style wrestling background. Yo, she um, didn't seem nervous at all. I'll no, tell you that. Like she looked not. like she was up for the challenge against Serena, especially with Serena's background as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, at one point, Hirsch ended up uh, doing a series of moves. Mm-hmm. She hit a arm break. Well, she had an arm breaker locked in for maybe a minute or two. Yeah. And then she just kept focusing in on that arm. Dude, she did a knee breaker onto the arm. She uh, was, that was vicious. She was trying to take that out Deeb's arm for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, she was ha- holding no mercy for Serena. Um, But, yo, even though she was vicious, Serena had her aggressive streak too. Yeah. She hit a hanging neck breaker through the ropes. Yeah, that, that was crazy. The that way was she snapped. Awesome. The way like, that her ooh. snapped. That was, ooh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, her sh- had control of most of the match until she missed the moonsault. Put it that way. Yeah, she ended up missing the moonsault. She lost her stamina and control, and Deep ended up getting her with the swinging neck breaker and then a regular neck breaker. Yep. Is that how it happened? Yep. Right after each other. And yo, her submission. Oh, I don't know what that's cra- called. Yo, that was some it's a Boston fancy crab. Puma Sutra fucking style move. Like, I was like, whoa, she is into yoga, huh? Mm-hmm. She's, she's showing, her yoga is showing. If <laughs> I were to mix it with any two moves, it's a Boston crab okay. mixed with an STF. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay. it's like, yo, both of those moves hurt. Being locked in Yeah, both first of all, together. it was already bad with the leg. Lock, mm-hmm. and then when she went in with the arm lock, I was like, "So she's half seeing her half seas. She's going half seas. <laughs> she's going half seas, and she's taking half of her body and made her submit. And she tapped out, and we had Serena for the win. Really good match. Another surprising um, ending because I gave it a seven out of ten. 
I, I gave it 7.5. Okay. okay. I gave it a 7.5 um, because Layla impressed me. I yeah. was surprised by Layla. I thought, again, I thought it was going to be a squash match. I think if it was a squash match, uh, uh, that's such a tongue twister. Yeah. A squash match, it would have been like a 6.5 to 7. Okay. You know, because it's like really, like you're just going to like let her be like a Kenny. Like I, I have to refer to Kenny like that now. Like with that, with this match against Sonny, it traumatized me. Like I'm <laughs> triggered, triggered. But yeah, so. It was really good on both ladies to see them dominating the way they do. Like, you know, Serena against... Layla's, like, stocky. Like, she's short, but she's stocky. Yeah, like she got She got beef on her. That girl is... Um, uh, she's a bull. What's the word? You know, bull. Yeah, bull. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm trying to think. She's a... Uh, She's like a little strong man. Like she's strong. Like she's almost as jacked. As jacked. She's jacked. There you go. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I had to find my words. I, I was just like, yo, she's like John Silver. She's like, mm. she's they. You know, this strong little person. Like you can't. And you. She was definitely. I and I underestimated her a hundred percent. Like I was just so surprised. So I gave it a seven point five. All right. All right. I am waiting for them to put Serena Deeb's picture on the title. Though they still have Thunder Roses. Faceplate oh, on do there. They? <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the title, they see Thunder that Rosa. means they must have like had to have filmed it that night. Oh, it had to have been. Yeah. It was quick. They said she came straight there after the match. So um, yeah, probably depending who was on the roster to win or if it was gonna be a surprise. Now, you know, me personally, speaking of women changing titles, um, yeah, Sheeta came on. Yeah, he could have. She'd have been interviewed by uh, Alex, Alex, I believe. Alex Marvez, and yeah, he told her straight up. He's like, "Well, you know, Nyla said that she won't compete until you approve." Uh huh. And she'd basically say, "If you want, you want me. Well, I want you a full gear." Yup, that's it. Flat that out. is that's it. She's it. like, "Oh yeah, you want me? And I want you." See, at this point, I was like, "Oh, you don't need a promo." Nah, you like, don't. The work is done. We Let know them do it. Next week, we're probably gonna get gonna get a little showdown between the two. Yeah, maybe a f- contract signing. I don't know. I feel um, like but um, they're gonna come is, face to face. I think this is one of the most undermined titles mm-hmm. being showcased right now. I really hope Nilo wins it back and brings it back to fruition to shine as big as the other big boys. You know, because like women's we don't have a tag team right now Mm -hmm. and you know other divisions do so we can't see any kind of um union right now at the time but we've had some tag team women matches yeah absolutely we've had lots of women matches but i'm interested to see if like nyla could possibly change the game and make women shine as big as they have been making them shine can i just throw one thought out there throw all your thoughts out there you said you want nyla rose to win yeah so do i but you know what I want even more than that. What? Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa for the title. Ooh, the Rose Yo. and Rosa. Oh, snap. Uh-huh. Imagine wow. that. that Those two top women that are wrestling That'd be in AEW right now. Why not Serena Deeb? You're just playing off on the word Rose and Rosa? No, you know what? I just feel like them two together could put on a really great match. Look, let uh, Serena... I'd like to see... Well, since we've seen Rio versus Nyla Rose, I would be interested to see Serena Deeb and her flexibility and her style going against Nyla. Because I don't even remember how Nyla fights anymore. She was just... She was powerhouse. She was pure She-Hulk. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. She's vicious. She... Yo. She... That's why I would like to see 
Thunder Rosa because you know what? Thunder Rosa can be vicious too. Thunder Rosa is technical. She's high flying. She's spicy. She, she's got that fire. <laughs> she is a little siesta. I, I think she might be one of those she's people that can actually go toe to toe with um, Nyla Rose. But let's put it out there. She is still on the contract with NWA until yeah. 2021. Okay, so, so we might see her in the spring. Yeah, we could Maybe we could see her. See st- her the spring. Look, we could still see her do a cross promotional match. You know, like yeah. Deeb's got the title, she's going after that title. You know what? Like we've had champion versus champion before, we could do champion versus champion again. Yes, I agree completely. So, um, you, you talked about a squash match before. Oh, now we actually God. did have a squash match. I was, I, you know, I didn't rate this one. Really? You know why I didn't rate this one? Why? Because at least Kenny had one more extra move than <laughs> mother freaking Sean Spears with his C4. Yo, he hits that attitude adjustment. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. This guy, VSK, the, the introduction was longer than the move. Yo, the fake chants were actually chanting for VSK. I, I was like, oh, this, is, this guy is making his first AEW Dynamite uh, debut. Who's this VSK? Is gonna be? Is he gonna be one of those high flyers? He looks like a high flyer. Oh, it's over. It was like Sean Maluda all over again. Oh my god, it was horrible. But yo, the I aftermath was, so was actually upset. pretty good. Well, after after that, you know, Spears had some beef with a crowd member who was just like a bull. Beef. He had yeah, beef. Oh, oh, he had beef with a bull. Uh, ah. <laughs> you dumb. But um, and it was revealed that it was actually Scorpio Sky. Yeah. So. uh Sky took off that bullhead, and yeah. yo, he hit that TKO on him. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is the upcoming rivalry that we're gonna have of Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky, and I love it because it's SS versus SS. So it's gonna be interesting how I'm gonna write my notes for this because they're both SS. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you this much: I got Sky for the win, but something. Oh, I would love Sky. Something for the win. is telling me that. Tully Blanchard's gonna pull his magic, of and course. he's gonna get the win. Of course, because they're cheaters, and Tully is a creeper cheater. Oh, Scorpio Sky is such a great like. He's a face, right? Sky, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's such an awesome 100%. face. I love him as a face, and so over. It's like ugh, the faces are just not really winning much lately. Is that a bad thing? No, not. But, you know, it's like, uh, when will I get it, though? Soon. <laughs> so. Soon. So now, on our main event of the night, which I think I would call this the main event. Hands down. This was an awesome fucking match. This Absolutely. was actually just as surprising and just as entertaining as Ray Phoenix versus Penta, uh, Penta M. Zero. I'm telling um, you, you put Penta in the ring? Oh, great! Give you a great match. I really, I've really underestimated Penta a lot. Like I've been a big Ray Phoenix fan, and I felt like Ray Phoenix kind of a little bit more outshined Penta. But Penta showed what he's capable of with this match during with Kenny. Mm-hmm. This was really great. Like, but yo, what did you think of like when they both came out? Like Penta came out with Ray. And Ray was giving him a high five, and Penta kind of left him hanging. He's yo, like, he no. he dissed him. He slapped his hand away. He dissed his ass, yo. Like, I'm over here like, yo, they're brothers. It's all right. Like, 
yo, he gave his brother the opportunity to go in it. At least it's yeah, they're keeping yo, it in the family. Because won, but because of a real injury that Phoenix unfortunately suffered from after their after their match last we week. We talked about that. that we was had to, terrible. yeah. He had to. They changed it over to the Pentagon, so they quickly actually gave us a little recap of Eddie Kingston talking to Ray, saying that he's like, you know what? It's all right. We're doing this for the family. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing this for the family, so you'll have your time to shine. But for now, if I win the AEW championship, I'm going to fight with my best friend. It's like, that's kind of another snub yeah. to Ray Phoenix. Uh-huh. So it's interesting to see, like, where this could go and how this builds a possible still rivalry oh, how against them. Oh, the cookies them. will crumble. Oh, how the tables will turn. Man, I'm <laughs> So We're mad corny, guys. We love it, though. So, so um, this match, Justin though, Roberts was sucking Kenny's dick a little bit more, throwing out a bunch of more accolades. Oh, no my reason. God, yo. Like, he... Every week we have somebody was, sucking someone's dick. I I'll don't think it was him doing that. I think it was more no. of, like... Uh, AEW showing AEW, him off. Yeah, they, they, Trying to prove Kenny is Kenny They're peacocking again. Kenny so hard. I think like, that they're peacocking. I'll put it this way. Even JR later <laughs> on in the match... He even said that <laughs> Kenny took a hike. on saying peacock. <laughs> peacock. You choked on that peacock. Cack, I choked cack. on my peacock. <laughs> oh, um, man. So JR even took notice saying that Kenny took a hiatus from singles action, but he's back to being on that Okada level. That's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little Easter egg towards his New Japan days where he was the cleaner. Ah. So uh, they are building him up to that now. I want to clean up all these names he's got. Like, it's oh too my many. god! It's too many to remember. Yo, those cleaner girls. Oh, they were wearing Ray and Penta's masks. That I was, was like, ugh, um, these girls. And then I was like, that oh. was foreshadowing. That was great Ooh. foreshadowing. What? That they'll join up with? Uh... No, that he's sweeping up the competition. Oh. Yeah. That's how you took That's it. That's how I took it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I took it. Oh man, so yeah, like we had uh, multi-titles Kenny Omega coming out with his girls And they actually announced that this was like a 30-minute time limit mm-hmm. So, um, it was a little weird uh, Kenny Omega refused to take off his shirt Which you never see Kenny was, Yo, I was like, Kenny is hiding something something under his shirt Because it looked like he was hiding something I was like, he's wearing a belt? What kind of belt would he be yeah, wearing? Yo, he wouldn't wear a belt He had... Well, he won that AAA mega title off of Phoenix. And, yo, Kenny was just being a dick. Salt on the wound. Yeah, he laid that shit down in the middle of the ring. Yo, And he I basically challenged uh, Penta to a slap fest, you know? Well, he was dissing uh, Ray Phoenix with the belt. Yes, it's the Omega belt, the Omega title. And, um... Yeah, yo, like they went at it. They went at a chop fest, and I love, I loved it when um, it was Penta versus Ray because I was like, these are brothers that grew up doing this shit all their life. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But Penta delivers a fuacate that I, I <laughs> yo, that echoes in my ear when I hear that shit, and it brings me triggers I'll tell you of this past much. trauma, dude. Like <laughs> Omega like, was stunned by that. He did not expect it. That first at slap, all. Omega was like, "Oh, that stung a little bit." <laughs> he was like, "All right, you <laughs> got was, me. You got me good." <laughs> he was like Happy Gilmore. He was like, "Oh, that hurt a little bit, but I'm alright." <laughs> <laughs> It was 100% that. It, that. That's how I imagined it when I saw Kenny's face. Like, he he, he got hurt. He Yo, got hurt, but... Kenny's slap was, like, kind of weak. 
I'm just I'm putting it out Kenny there. Kenny gave a no, Kenny gave a good slap, but I was like, oh, he's probably gonna build up to a better slap. But yeah. Kenny doesn't really do chops like that. And Penta has been doing this shit his whole life. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I'm like, this dude has calluses on his hands. He doesn't feel a fucking thing. But yo, when he took the glove off, oh my god. It's it reminds me of my grandma taking off the chancla. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you know, but it's um you know, after they had their little tit for tat with that, uh, so yeah, he took off that glove. They and- started going at it outside the ring, and they started going at it with each other. They were going crazy. Um, yo, it's like no matter what, Kenny was just going after everything that Penta had, and like it wasn't enough. No, like, they at these all. these guys were very toe to toe, very it, similar to um. They got into the crowd even. Yeah, like they they, they, they clothesline the each other into the crowd. They fucking um, Kenny did a DDT onto Penta onto the cooler. The water cooler. Yeah, he, he hit me with the cooler. It's an Adam Sandler night, guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, yo, what the fuck? How do you do that on a cooler though? Like Kenny really showed a lot of crazy. That eyes. is one thing that will echo throughout the whole arena. He gave that him will the lay. Make it sound so perfect. Oh, man. The sound with it. What's the sound when... What's it made... What's it called when a sound is being made in a... Like oh, video a games Foley artist. A Foley artist. That is yes, like the best form of a Foley artist with wrestling. Yo. Using that in an empty arena. There was no Foley with that one. Nah. <laughs> there, there was no fooling, no Foley. No, no, no Foley. Nope. It's, um... It was definitely crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved uh, seeing Kenny doing this. I, I liked it. I enjoyed seeing Kenny... Now finally showcasing like his heel moves. He has like this crazy eye and literally this crazy look in his eye. His eyes are bugging out now. He's got the eye of the Canadian. (laughs) But uh, it was really great to see them going at it with each other. Like I get like there was so many moves. Let me see. I'm I'm trying to come back to my notes. She needs to catch up. Yeah. So he hit a standing head scissors on the. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know what move that was called, but that was crazy. Um, put it this way: he hit five different V triggers throughout the whole match. He hit five. the V trigger mad times, five and Penta times. kept kicking out of it, bro. Like he did, Penta. Penta at times was having a little bit of fading moments, but mm-hmm. yo, he came back real quick and he dodged some of the V triggers. He managed to. Um, still kick out of them even if he got nailed like there was at one point where he got Penta three times in a row with a V trigger like uh-huh. and he just kept going and kept going and I'm like oh my god like, yeah, but same thing with uh, Kenny Omega he kept kicking out of everything Penta had Penta hit uh, yo this was beautiful he did this last week on uh, Ray Phoenix and I was waiting to see it again the springboard springboard corkscrew sling blade did he that... it wasn't Ray Phoenix doing that to Penta was it I thought it well, was Ray. No, it was the, Ray Phoenix it doing was the Ray. corkscrew. Well, he oh hit it this God, week on uh, Kenny Omega, and yo, it was just as beautiful as last week. Um, yeah, Penta delivered it really well. Yeah, yo, he really well. had Kenny hung up in the ropes. He hit that double stomp on his face. Yeah, like that shit was nuts. Um, Kenny with the snapdragons. Oh, went, he did two snapdragon suplex onto Penta. Yo, did you notice how he was circling his prey? He hit Ooh, a snapdragon. Yeah, he cir- oh. hit a snapdragon. And then he just like started circling his prey, like talking to himself, like all crazy and Yo, manic. 
I that's where I would call him the wild Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes. Like, he went into <laughs> Willy Wonka mode. He's mad. He was like, we never know which way it's going. <laughs> like the, him circling him reminded me of like that scene in Willy Wonka where they're going into the river and they see all that montage of crazy bullshit. I was like, yep, yep, that's his. Ah! But that was kind of like a downfall to him. Moment. That was definitely a downfall for him, because like at that point. Uh, Penta was able to start coming back. Um, he ended up reversing the third Snapdragon. But yeah, he did. He ended up. That's where he made his comeback. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then Kenny hit. The power driver. Kenny still hit it. He another did the destroyer. Yo, the destroyer he did to Kenny outside of oh, the ring. Oh man, yo, that was beautifully sick. executed. That because yo, that could have went wrong, and they did it really. They nailed it. They mm-hmm. nailed it really well. I'm glad nobody got hurt with that one because that yo. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The way they were balancing on the ropes, they were like, you got it, bro, you got it, you got it. Okay, you got it, okay, I, I'm balanced, I'm balanced. All right. You know no what slipping, I was right? really, no slipping. really glad dry. with? <laughs> I was really glad that he actually kicked out of the one winged angel twice. Yo. Twice. I was. I thought he was going to get pinned on the second one. I thought mm-hmm. he was going to nail it, but he did come out of it twice. So he was t- he was very tenacious. You, like, this is where yeah. I was getting very impressed by penta i was highly impressed by him i was like holy shit like for me there's no effort i've not been watching enough man the nastiest fucking looking move in that whole match was that package pile driver yo kenny's legs were up in the air and just like split it looked like his head was squashed completely yes like oh my god Goodness. I yo, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You could you could hurt somebody and they've they've like made this movie legal in other companies, but yo, they did another beautiful execution on that too. Mm-hmm. They had a really good what is it, a package power driver? Yeah. Yeah, like uh Penta did that to Kenny and yo, Kenny still kicked out like yo, oh my but he sold god. it. They both they did. They sold it. They both did. They did a lot of great counters to each other with a lot of these moves. Like we had Kenny countering with a pump handle slam, and and Insiguri is it? Yeah, he was set up into the pump handle slam. I couldn't spell that word. And he like <laughs> legit flipped around, uh, Penta and just like kicked him in the back of the head. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Like I'm just I- like, yo, this is the Kenny Omega that I'm. One thing, and if this is the Kenny Omega we're getting on weekly TV now, oh. what are we gonna get during pay per views? This was a thirty limit time limit match. What yeah. about the one hour limit matches that we're gonna get? <gasps> yeah. Oh man! If you're up for it, I'll show you one of his best. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see what we um, do this weekend. So, uh, he hit the V trigger for the fourth time. Yeah, yo, or Kenny, the fifth time. Kenny's still at it with the V trigger. V trigger. I was like, oh, V trigger again. Okay. I'm like, oh, so he's overusing this move. He's like been delivering it a lot throughout the night with Penta. Um, and you Penta can, kicked you out can at say, one. You can say as a gamer, he spams it. Oh, he spams the move. He's he's literally V trigger. Yeah. <laughs> he's button mashing, yo. Like, yep. <laughs> so um. Kenny's button mashing. It took him three times, but he hit the one-winged angel. And, yeah, I'll tell you this much. Yeah. From the different V-triggers, from the different ways that he actually countered the one-winged angel, I'm over here like, this is the match I wanted on AEW for the longest time. 
Yeah, man. This is the match this that we so, deserve. Such a beautiful match. Great for the next upcoming pay-per-view for and for before the home show. So this one, I agree with everything you just said, and I loved it so much. I gave this one a 9. This is a 9.5 for me. Yeah, This oh is a man. 9.5 for me. Um, there wasn't a single miss for me. That Cassidy versus Cody first draw match, that was my mm-hmm. first 9.5. That was like, oh my God, the, that was so nail-biting. There was not a single miss in this match. Even during commercial break, it was still ongoing. Yo, they were really great at it, picture mm-hmm. in picture. Um, really good change. Personally, I wanted more. I wanted a, a I little like bit more. I feel like we could have had that with Phoenix. If, I feel like we could have had it with Phoenix. Phoenix didn't is go a the way things went. Faster than Penta. Mm-hmm. Penta is more. Okay. Po- I, I see Penta more as a powerhouse because he does a lot of good powerhouse submissions and moves, whereas Ray Phoenix is a little slithery snake. He's everywhere. He's like a little snake. lizard. Yo, he's everywhere. He goes fast. He's like. Hey, you know what? The way that he's taunting that AAA title, you know, oh, maybe I'm hoping we will that builds get up that. the feud for sure. Like, I would love to see that. So. You know, for the whole night, I loved everything. It was a great night. It was great for the women. It was great promos on everybody's part. Every mm-hmm. match was... Like, the lowest match I had was a 7.5. And that was for... Um, Serena Deep. What was that for? The Serena Deep and uh, the legit Layla Hirsch match. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would even almost had pushed them to an 8. But it was very short. Very so, short. Had it gone it was a like little an longer? Match. Yeah, had it gone a little longer to, for us to see what we have seen from Serena Deeb already? Like she didn't showcase too much. Like I said, yeah, you know, we she was an underdog. But um, I actually didn't mention my rating for Kingston versus Masaido, which I gave it an eight. Okay. Out of ten, um, everything was like over eight for me. It was eight, eight point five, nine. I I love. I give it a nine out of ten overall. I love the I love the match uh, the whole night. I gave it a nine for a pre-taped well. show nine, definitely. Yeah, it was great. Even with the trolling boos and things like that, it's really funny because when they usually show a pre-taped show, mm-hmm. they don't ever have those boos. No, never. So that's what makes me want to believe that they're definitely trolling WWE oh, yeah. with their video game, obvious video game audience. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a total hater. Hey, I will hate on it. Who's to say that it's I not form it. from the actual video it. game that they're creating right now? I hate it. It's even worse because the video game has glitches and they have glitches. They've had so many glitches of people trolling their TVs and it takes away from the match. Like, all I wanted to do was watch the TVs and people on TV. I didn't want to watch anybody in the ring. <laughs> it was so distracting. It's so stupid. So I really hope that uh, AEW is doing their best their best at what they do which is trolling and Mm -hmm. trolling on that company so uh real fast guys next week we have jericho the home show the home homecoming no um the go home show the go home show sorry i'm not i'm still not familiar we got uh (laughs) jericho and commentary which that's enough for you to turn to tune in yes jericho and commentary is enough put jericho and tass together in commentary i'm in i love his uh tantrums and that'd be really funny um, but we have uh, Ortiz and Sammy Guevara versus MJF and Wardlow. Yes, we have the them versus each other. They're probably I I could see them starting off the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Miro versus Trent of the best friends. This is Miro's first singles match in AEW. Is it? Yep. Everything's been a tag team. He's only had two matches. 
Oh, really? And they were both tag teams with yep, Kip? With Kip. Oh, I didn't acknowledge that. Yep. Okay, all right. So this is his first, and this is his uh, boost. I and definitely you know what? He's with boost. Trent, so you know what? He's got someone good to go against. Yeah, Trent has been a high card for a little while, but they're going to be pushing Miro, and it's great that they're pushing him with Trent because Trent is one of the one of the great wrestlers. I agree. Um, we got Sean Spears against Scorpio Sky. Ooh, Spears is gonna win, but Scorpio Sky. And then, yo, check out this little combination we got over here. We got Cody and the Gun Club versus uh, Cole Cabana, John Silver, and Preston Vance. Number ten. Yeah, I'm like, wait. Colt 410? Hmm. Oh. Oh <laughs> Instead of a Colt 45. Like. Oh, my God. You funny. <laughs> you know, John you Silver funny. is number four, and Preston Vance is Dime, or known as 10. And this was actually a shocker for me because we didn't have any kind of teaser or promotion for this, but it's really interesting that, you know, at the end you know of the kind of Cody and Cassidy, yeah. yeah, during the Cody and Cassidy match, we did see... The gun club attacking the dark order yeah so we had a very small easter egg teaser and this is like this is a match i'm gonna be really interested in seeing how this goes i'm interested just because you got cole cabana and john silver on the same team that that's I enough to see cody against john silver or even or even john silver against billy gunn i want to see john silver go against cody oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, power yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. i love it i love it i can't wait but um yo even full gears uh, gearing up to be cra- a crazy show. Oh, I'm so excited for Full Gear. Like usually, I'm very excited for other ones, and I usually I'm I've been saying this for a little while now. You know, I'm always excited to, you know, repeat myself, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always excited to be redundant. So, at Full Gear, I'm excited for a lot of these matches because we have the AEW title up for grabs in the I Quit match between Moxley and Kingston. That's going to be a powerhouse match. That's going to be really interesting. Whether they have bloodshed or not, I think it's going to be a brutal match. I want bloodshed. I would love bloodshed. Um, Give us blood! I think this will be a great way to have for, you know, after Halloween. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, then we have the AEW women's title up for grabs of Sheeta accepting Nyla Rose's challenge yep and i really hope for nyla for the win with this one uh we got sammy Guevara versus matt hardy in the elite deletion this i am waiting for because i talked about it last week i have always loved all matt hardy cinematic matches they're always very entertaining comical at times this is gonna be a cinematic match yep yes this is gonna be really interesting this time the guys will be able to have a background where they can be able to get more of a safer ground and safer environment where they can be able to wrestle and perform and execute everything well because it was really unfortunate that they had their mishap in their last feud so mm-hmm. i hope that the elite deletion definitely it got built up pretty well yeah. i like their little you know i loved when they were fighting in the ring distracting everybody look they need that was really funny they just need to wrap it up but way. they need to, yeah, they need to come to bring it to a fruition to completion. You know, put so, that bow on that wrapping yeah, paper. Yeah, t- tie know? the bow on the wrapping paper. I agree. Then we have the TNT title up for grabs. Yo, Cody this is a Darby. rematch. Do you think so? I, I mean, yo, Cody versus Darby Allen came down to a draw in their first match. 
did they? Yep. So oh, I'm over here like, yo, can Cody overcome Darby? Well, he overcame Cassidy. Yep. Darby, I don't think is as a high card as Cassidy, even though Darby does show a lot of tenacity himself. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think this is an easy win for Cody. It's something and, uh, we're building up Darby Allen to be able to be you know, built up for other matches because Taz has been calling him out. Why does Darby deserve everything? So, do you think they're going to keep going with Darby and his feud against Sparks? Ooh. I'm hoping. You think that they're going to continue I'm hoping. that on? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because, you know, Sparks is pretty awful mad. Yo, you know, we've, had, we've had those matches before. But they got put the nail in the coffin soon with that, so. Ah, I like what you did there. Because <laughs> Darby Allen's <laughs> coffin drop. Coffin drop. <laughs> Then we have MJF and Jericho going at it for the first time ever and see if MJF can win to join the inner circle. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is this going to be the shock of the night? Yeah, because Jericho said if MJF wins, he can be part of the inner circle. I definitely think Ortiz and Guevara are going to have something to do with making sure that they mess him up or, like you mentioned to me earlier... Wardlow trying to come in and mm -hmm. fuck it up for MJF. It's like, no, we're a team. Where I go, you go, and I ain't going there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go with them, and I'm not part of your property anymore. Like, you're going to stand up to them. So, I don't know. I hope to see a side of Wardlow that finally kind of gets him to separate from MJF. See, I think the perfect situation would be have in a circle ringside, they get caught by the ref interfering. Distract. They get tossed out, and then Warlow is still there, and Warlow costs the match for MJF. Misdirection. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it done plenty of times, but... Uh, I would love to see that. That sounds really interesting. Yep. Real fast, we got Orange Cassidy versus John Silver on the pre-show. Which I had no idea was going to happen. And I'm like, wait, what? Yep. The two best trolls of the company, like, other than Jericho and MJF, like, I love these underscore underdog trolls and it's like what it's gonna be interesting the lamest guy against us. the lamest guy oh my god i can't believe it and they're both awesome in their own ways so i'm really excited to see this for the pre-show mm -hmm. we have and then we have the AEW tag team titles for ftr versus the young bucks i think this is gonna be match of the night you think so i think it's gonna be match of the night all right i'm all hoping right. more than hangman versus page because that's the other one that we have left Oh man, you got two matches that can go. That can both be five star matches right there. I agree. Uh, you have a match that's already been done Hangman versus Kenny, just in a different division that happened in New Japan. That was a four out of five match. So now you say then, FTR is a face? Um, You know what? I don't know who's the face and who's the heel. I don't know anymore. The Young Bucks just have attitude. FTR are obviously the heel. You know, so. But is this a heel versus heel match? Because the young bucks. Are I think it's a heel, heel versus neutral. Neutral. I think it's heel versus neutral. Put it that way. I want it to be heel versus heel though, because it's great. This is they both cheat. They both uh, have their own little ways of how they have costed people matches. Mm-hmm. See. Like, would this be an interesting and intriguing thing to see them try to do this to each other? I mean, yo, I put this out there a couple of weeks ago. I do want to see the Young Bucks be that heel. Yeah. Maybe they could actually make their heel turn in the Kenny Omega Hangman Page match. 
Call Sandman the match. Oh. You know, and then come out against FTR, then you get them as a heel versus a heel. You know, like, you could build it up a little bit like that. What do you think about... Do you think they're going to lose? I don't know. Because of what happened with Cody, I'm not sure. But it's like... Is this uh, the curse of the full gear? You know, I think it'd be interesting either way it turns out. Okay. I think it'd be interesting if they do lose to see where they go. And if they do indeed do this whole triple man thing that you said earlier. Mm -hmm. Or if they win and we finally have heels holding the tag team title matches. Because mm-hmm. before FTR, who was it? Um, FTR, then... Ooh, it was uh, Hangman and Kenny Omega. And before that, it was Scorpio Sky and... Oh, SCU. Yeah. And SCU started it since last year? Yeah, they were the first champions, SCU. Okay, alright. So that's the lineup. And I don't know, like, Young Bucks have been undercarded as the tag team... As tag team champions, and they've always been introduced to me as tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And whatever you have um, told me about them, they've always been tag teams. So it, I would be really interested to see them lose and go singles. Okay. I understand if it wouldn't be fast as I would want it to be and how I made it seem earlier. But I would love to see how it would end up becoming a little bit of a rivalry the same way how Penta and Ray Phoenix are. It's like an expanded out rivalry that it's like, oh, the pot is starting to boil. Planting the seeds. You know, planting the seeds, if you will. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, let's see what happens when, you know, the the pot top is like flipped over and it's just like, the the pot is steaming. That's it. It's just The whistle's ringing. Yep. So let's see how that goes. But I think I'm really excited for Full Gear. And it's interesting you say, is this the curse of full gear? I would like to see if that actually happens. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining in. We have we are we enjoy doing this for you guys and we enjoy that you guys are still listening in. And if you're sharing, thank you so much. We appreciate you and we look forward to hearing from you guys. Like if you want to reach us at Twitter. Mm-hmm. You got me at the Mon Phoenix. Yup, and then you have me at Oh, Phoenix my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. You got me at Demonic Lunacy on Twitter. Oh, yes. Twitter. Your Twitter is Demonic Lunacy. Underscore or not? Um, I don't know anymore. Oh, Look for that's both. not good, Bray. I know. <laughs> I got to find. I got to check it out. I got to check it out. <laughs> I called you Brave. Brave. Brave, you're not Brave. My Brave. But, um, well, you, could, you guys could reach us at Demonic Lunacy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You could reach me at Phoenix Fay on Twitter. Or you could reach us at our Instagrams as well. Yep. You could reach us at Demonic Phoenix Instagram. Sorry, guys. We got cut off there real fast. Um, like we were saying, you can reach us on Instagram at Demonic Phoenix. Um, no underscore there at all. Just yeah. straight up Demonic Phoenix. F-E-N-Y-X. Mm-hmm. And that's it, really. We're looking forward to next week. We hope you enjoyed the show, and yeah. We look forward to the next episode. Stay tuned, and hope you guys tune in to AEW, Dynamite, and Dark. Mm, just one more show, guys. One more show, and we got a pay-per-view. Yeah. I can't wait! We'll deliver a few episodes for you guys next week, because we'll be doing the review for the Go Home Show, and we'll also be doing the prediction show the prediction show for full gear because i would like to do that and see how we go like even though we guys 
we guys we have given you guys that little bit of taste with tonight and the review from this wednesday next wednesday can tell a different story so oh, yeah. it might change a few things and some of our predictions around and see if it'll get us up on our gears <laughs> and we might have a couple more matches added to the card too who knows yeah you know like Let's things see. can get changed up anyway guys thanks for listening and see you next week peace